0: Hi everyone, welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yitz Epstein, your host. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I will be talking about flashbacks. Uh, So I want to quote from from Peter Walker. uh, For those of you who are not aware, Peter Walker is an expert in the field of of, um, flashback management uh, for specifically complex PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. a lot of uh, – specifically his book, From Surviving to Thriving, is one that I highly suggest if you're a survivor of any form of trauma, uh, specifically narcissistic abuse. Uh, he brilliantly lays out the, the way flashbacks work, um, and I, I want to kind of overlay a lot of what he says. So everything I'm going to say here – or I should say most of it – is going to be really paraphrasing and almost quoting him. Uh, but I just wanted to make a podcast to bring some awareness of, of his work and, and uh, just the way I the way I kind of internalized how he uh, expresses the idea of emotional flashbacks. So the way Peter Walker describes I'm sorry Pete Walker describes the um, the the emotional flashbacks is the child is. Uh, Essentially, Im- reacting extremely to frightening experiences from childhood. So I did, an, I did a podcast on a, on amygdala hijacking. So this is along the same the same lines. And when a child is, uh, you know, obviously a child, they 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 cannot blame the parent. Uh, so what they do is they actually uh, to to gain some semblance of control, they they blame themselves and ultimately start really beating themselves up for feeling this way or for doing something not perfect or not correct in mom's and dad's eyes ultimately deserving of being abandoned or abused so uh so some of the flashbacks um that happen uh when when there's a trigger for example when the wound gets gets activated uh the inner critic which is a super ego which is really the tyrannical parent that's been absorbed by the child who then treats themselves in the same way they were uh mistreated um Will um will these inner this inner critic will start to evoke certain really painful feelings such as toxic shame, uh, feeling of uh, isolating isolation, uh, feeling again abandoned and um really uh, forcing this child to feel defective, uh in in an attempt to not feel this way they might adopt perfectionistic uh, attitudes and um. A desire to really, ultimately, get their attachment needs met. So, a child who is who is abandoned, specifically, but really any emotional wounding is going to uh, is going to learn that um, that they need to uh, really do what they can to hold on to the bond. So, the emotional trauma, the attachment trauma, is what Pete Walker really uh, describes. Uh, the flashback uh, is really the unmet emotional needs from the child in, in childhood. so very interestingly enough, uh, Pete Walker describes how there's four types of, um, of reactions uh, that um, that happen when, when an individual gets traumatized and ultimately triggered an adulthood and these actually correspond to uh, the the types of personality disorders that, um, that you see which is very interesting. I have never seen a correlation before but uh, there's fight, flight, freeze, and fawn so fight. Uh, is when a child maybe um you know uh over asserts themselves they'll they 'll combat this is really how you, what you see in narcissism uh this he correlates the fight response to narcissism as a way of controlling others or fighting off the 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 threat um Fleeing would be um would be f- uh, flight uh, would be the OCD, where there's constantly looking to distract oneself and and never at peace within oneself. Then there's the freeze response which, response, which is the numbing out um, and in this way you see this um in uh, in, in, in disassociative dis- disassociated individuals where they're just totally out of touch uh, and not aligned with their true feelings uh, and then there's the fawn, which is you know, essentially abandoning oneself to please others. You see this in codependency. So it's very interesting how he correlates that. Uh, And you see different children will react differently to trauma, which would explain why some children become narcissistic and others would become uh, codependents. Some may even become sociopathic based on the way they respond. So, which is to me very, very informative because, um, you know, I always had the question, why are some, why do some people become different, you know, forms of, 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 adults based on experiencing similar trauma it really does depend on the personality also how desperately they need the parent and how deeply they're wounded also their emotional intelligence their ability to hold on to their true authentic self will certainly uh, also indicate what kind of adult they become but it comes back to this attachment and, and these wounds of childhood and the and, and the the the, 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 um, the way that they absorb these these uh, these messages from childhood creating this again this inner critic, that, um, that Pete Walker talks about, and he he does a lot of work with complex PTSD. Now, complex PTSD is different than PTSD, and then complex PTSD is where there's a long-term experience of trauma. So this is oftentimes seen in narcissistic abuse uh, survivors or victims because the you know PTSD that happens. Because of an inc- a single incident would be the just regular PTSD, um, but complexes where there's a long – like prisoners of war, uh, you know, prisoners of childhood where you absolutely cannot leave. You cannot remove yourself from the situation, so you're continuously uh, traumatized um, and left really within your own mind. Uh, you're stuck in your own head, uh, and then that's where your super ego is trying to make sense. Your, are really, your mind is trying to make sense of your reality, and that's when your superego super uh, gets extremely exacerbated and starts to look for a way to control the environment, ultimately by controlling oneself and beating oneself up to become something, to become pretty enough, good enough, you know, smart enough, uh, helpful enough, to somehow try to uh, try to avoid feeling these feelings. And of course, they don't fix the problem because the problem. They don't even point to the cause uh, because the cause is outside of the child's awareness. It is the um, it is um, it is um, really uh, stemming from uh, the, the the abuse or the neglect. Um, and, uh, and and the traumatization of the child. So he has a he has a, a list here, Pete Walker. Uh, and I, again, I, I highly suggest checking him out. He's helped me, and I, I certainly use his techniques with with those who I work with. Um, he has some techniques for working with flashbacks, and he says that oftentimes, which you know, I agree, it, it, we don't realize we're being in flashback because there may or may not be a memory associated with it. So all of a sudden, your body, your emotions, your mind will you know, you'll start reacting to something that's happening, and really just not really aware of why you're experiencing this, uh, and oftentimes it happens when a partner or, a, or a, someone close to you triggers you, and, and we immediately believe that this person is the cause. But really, they're not necessarily the cause. There's trauma underneath this uh, that that is uh, that is that is truly the cause of um, of the um, of of the of the flashbacks. So a couple of managing te- uh, techniques to manage flash- flashbacks are to firstly uh, say to yourself, you know, identify that you are having a flashback. This allows you to source it back, to, uh, back within as opposed to projecting it outward and making others maybe pay for making us feel a certain way. Uh, the next one is remind yourself uh, that I feel afraid, but I'm not in danger. Uh, so uh, essentially self-talk, talk yourself down, realize that it's no real threat that's happening. It is something that uh, that happened in the past and, and it allows for you to calm yourself uh, and realize that it is just a feeling. So uh, part of what the mind map system, which Dr. Rosenberg uh, and, and I worked together with, which she created, we say identify the feeling, but not with the feeling. So you want to understand that your feelings are 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 real, but they're not necessarily as uh, indicative of, of the truth of your reality as we as you think. Uh, the next one is uh, understand that you have a right to set boundaries and if somebody is violating you. Um, and in a sense, what we do is we go back into childhood and we allow this helpless child, which our, our, our emotions are essentially our child, where we identify as children with our emotions. So our emotions, we, we allow ourselves to, to stand up for ourselves and be able to protect ourselves uh, and not turn inward, but rather turn towards the cause which which really is meant, if we source it back to the original wounds, it is mom and dad. Uh, Not to say that we're blaming or shaming or guilting them, this is just a reality of the situation. If we're gonna heal, we gotta understand that this is going on. Next is is speaking to the inner child. So the inner child is obviously very frightened, scared, and and that's, they're reacting today uh, the same way they reacted back then. So we have to become the parent to our inner child um, and ultimately raise that inner child back to health. be mindful of how you speak to yourself and how you communicate to your inner child, uh, because if not, then um, then we will ultimately become our own abuser, which is why you see self-destructive behaviors. Because really, we're treating ourselves the same way we were treated in childhood. Uh, we take on the role of the parent uh, who abused us. So the next is that uh, is again remind yourself that you are an adult in in an adult body that can and, and that's going to protect yourself and uh, and um, you have skills. Um, and um you have resources to protect yourself so you're no longer threatened. You no longer have to defend yourself and run from from that. Uh, it's important to stay back into you know, ease back into your body. One of the one of the main symptoms of a narcissistic abuse specifically, uh, and, and really any form of abuse, it would be dissociation. You want to check out, you run away into your fantasy world, into your head, you run away to workaholic, you know, alcoholicism, everything that really defends we have to stay stuck, stay with it, don't run away. If you do run away, ultimately you're avoiding your your pain, you're avoiding any chance of healing. Uh, uh, Resist the storytelling, Uh, resist creating a, 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 he calls it, drasticizing and catastrophizing. So when you start to berate yourself, uh, call it out, you know, notice that voice and and, and defend yourself against the inner critic, which is really the parent within. Uh, Defend yourself against that parent and don't let yourself speak to yourself like that. Um, You know, protect yourself from yourself, so to speak. Uh, the next is allowing yourself to grieve um, allow yourself to to realize that you have lost so much you have lost the innocence of childhood. Allow yourself to grieve and realize that it 's not your fault that you 're feeling this way. this is simply reacting to trauma so like I said, please feel free to to check out p walker 's work. I do want to say that a lot of what I said today i'd say most of it is quoting his work um, he's mastered in, in the the understanding of of flashbacks, and I admire him greatly for his work. Um, a lot of what i do with the mind map system is similar to this as well there's a lot more to it not just this um, so if you are struggling from 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 working through through healing and and, and being extremely reactive and, and ultimately not understanding why you're in pain uh chances are you have wounds of childhood and uh, the flashbacks are occurring because to remind you that there's healing that needs to be done and i'd love to work with you i can be reached at yitz that's y-i-t-z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. I can be reached by phone. That's 252-696-4852. Please feel free to share this podcast with anybody who you know is struggling from recovery, uh, from narcissistic abuse, or is simply uh, struggling to manage their emotions and and understand the cause. Uh, So thank you again. Thank you guys so much again for for listening and uh, all the best.